Um, and so it's been really eye-opening here in Helsinki because um, I think the the Finnish culture uh, encourages a high degree of modesty. And so, you know, when we get into it and we start talking about data, you know, I'll, I'll hear people say, well, you know, we do this, we do that, but, you know, they hedge and stuff. And it turns out um, they're actually doing really, really cool advanced things. Um, you know, and it's it's been really fun to hear what they're working on and then learn that, hey, you know, they're actually doing that with the data. Um, so the startup scene here is, is fascinating because it's just so modest. Hey guys, <laughs> you're really not going to believe this, but you're listening to Hell of a Business Podcast. My name is Sonia Malin, and I'm joined here today in the studio by entrepreneur, developer, and founder of Eve Data, Kevin Dalias. Warm welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. part of the 90-day FIN program that kicked off at the beginning of August 21. The program brought a number of top experts in the field of technology to experience life in Finland for three months. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin, mm-hmm. how has Helsinki been treating you for the past two weeks and a half? And two, two and, and a half, half months. I've oh, come here, gosh. been here for a while, huh? Time yeah, flies. It does. Uh, it, it has been wonderful. I've been getting really good at saunas. Um, you know, I've been doing an excellent job finding those and using them up. Um, but, you know, truly my, my time here has been great so far. Uh, you know, it's a very welcoming um, type of place. And, you know, the people here are very warm and very talkative, which is the opposite of what everyone told me would be true. Uh, everyone, you know, was supposed to be very reserved, but that has not been the case. And it's been amazing. Um, The food has been amazing. I won't deny that. I've been eating at every restaurant I can find. Um, you know, and, it, and it's been really great getting to know everybody in the startup scene here, and you know, everyone who's working on cool technology in in Helsinki. Startups mentioned already. Startups. Do, uh, yeah, yeah. The scene. How how does it look like for a fellow from the states? From... Fascinating. It is fascinating. So I feel like when I you know am, am getting my feet wet in a new place or any kind of new area, um, you know, especially coming from California in the U.S., um, the first thing I think about is how to figure out which startups are actually doing the things that they say they do, um, and that's true specifically in data for me. It's kind of my area of expertise, and I feel like you know in in California and I. I realize I'm from there, um, and I'm a data startup from there. But I will say that in California, a lot of times it feels like the data startups that are pitching and and kind of telling me what they're working on are, you know, uh, glossing over a lot of the finer details of their house of cards, <laughs> so to speak. So you know, oftentimes a data startup is is not heavy on technology, but maybe heavy on you know a lot of if else statements or um, you know some creative spins of what they do, and and so it's 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 very challenging to figure out you know and get to the root of what any given company does in the states. Um, and so it's been really eye opening here in Helsinki because um, I think the the Finnish culture uh, encourages a high degree of modesty. And so, you know, when we get into it and we start talking about data, you know, I'll, I'll hear people say, well, you know, we do this, we do that, but, you know, and they hedge and stuff. And it turns out um, they're actually doing really, really cool advanced things, um, you know, and it's it's been really fun to hear what they're working on and then learn that, hey, you know, they're actually doing that with the data. Um, so the startup scene here is is fascinating because it's just so modest. You know? But is that a good thing to be modest or... I'm just thinking, can mm. we get a combination from the you know, mentality question. in the States and yeah. what you have encountered so here? So I think if you want to build a successful startup, there is um, 
probably uh, a big downside to too much modesty. Um, you know, it's it's very hard to sell unless you can pitch and kind of convince people that your vision is what's going to happen in the future. Um, and so when the modesty is there, you know, it's it's wonderful because you can have a higher degree of trust in, in kind of what's going on and what you're learning and, and what uh, the company does, you know, but on the flip side of that, uh, you know, as the kind of person learning about the company, I have to do a lot of pulling to get information from people um, and to get them to tell me all of the great things that they do. And I would say that is not a good thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so perhaps we need to learn. Also yeah, I here. think if we met in the middle, you know, mm -hmm. between California and uh, Helsinki, we'd be really, really, really confident startup people. <laughs> yeah, okay. So maybe that could be something to, to look at later mm -hmm. on. Um, you mentioned you have a data startup, but I also know I have my sources that you have a background in the music industry. So walk me through what happened. <laughs> Where to begin? What happened in music? A lot of things. Um, I guess the, the moral of the story, so I have a music degree. That's what, what Sonia is alluding to. I went to NYU um, for a music business program. And, you know, it's, it's basically a joint program where I learned a lot about the business, a lot about copyright law, and also all of the things that go into a music degree, you know, performance and composition and so on. Um, and you're wondering why I'm not working in music anymore, mm -hmm. I, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Good question. <laughs> so when I started college when I, you know, first decided what I was going to be doing and majoring in, you know, I was 18 years old, right? And I'm no longer 18, you know, you might have guessed. And uh, a little bit, a little bit up, a little bit up from there, 30s, 30 something, you know, we'll call it that. And uh, when I was 18, I was in charge of deciding what I wanted to study at college. And that was a terrible, terrible idea. <laughs> I should not, I should absolutely not have been in charge of that decision. So I, you know, I decided I, you know, wanted to work in music. And at the time, this was actually before iTunes, you know, which kind of puts me into the dinosaur stone ages. Um, but, you know, before iTunes, I think there was a lot of hope for the music industry that there could be this middle class of musician where, you know, it was possible for someone to make a living making music, um, you know, and, and not just kind of either be completely dirt poor or be, you know, Britney Spears, for, for lack of a better example there. They kind of, it was kind of a superstar uh, mentality. And so I wanted to be part of making that middle class of music possible. Um, but, you know, over the course of the few years I spent at NYU, you know, working in music, uh, it just became a very litigious, you know, even more so than before, um, kind of kind of thing where, you know, even record labels were going so far as to sue individuals, um, you know, via the RIAA and, and so on. And it just was too heartbreaking for me. Um, and so I, I started kind of changing what I was doing in music to focus more on the technology side. And uh, it turned out I was really interested in that. Uh, so when I graduated, I, I migrated out of music. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Now, to our today's discussion topic, which oh, will be no. does business follow talent? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, nowadays many businesses are moving from the suburbs um, mm -hmm. to downtown to be closer to the young digital, such as you, sure. tech talent. Sure. And and Kevin, as you are the founder of a very cool hip startup, uh, well, Eve nice Data, mm -hmm. sure. uh, you're creating these data-centric products to help local businesses thrive online. So my question to you would be, what are the key decision-making factors when a company decides where to set up? Um, for instance, you're based in San Francisco. Okay, you're now in, now in Helsinki. Yep. But yep. could you talk us through your decision-making process? Why San Francisco and sure. let's say not a high-tech Nordic city? You could say the <laughs> pearl of the Baltic Sea, <laughs> Helsinki. <laughs> 
So good question. Good question. So I actually, I grew up in the Northeast of the U.S. in Boston, um, in New York, and I moved to California before getting really involved in startups um, because I wanted to be in a climate and be in a, a kind of a locale where there was, it was, it was kind of inviting serendipity, so to speak. It was inviting this opportunity to bump into people and kind of learn things about what they were working on and, and find that, you know, data wasn't something that was in an Excel sheet on a, you know, share drive somewhere. It was actually something in like a, a Hadoop cluster or, you know, an enormous amount of data. And so I gravitated toward um, kind of this, this area where I could find other people who were enthusiastic about doing weird things and interesting things and new things. And so when I uh, think about how and, and kind of why I started there, it was purely because I wanted to find like-minded people, right? Um, and that was, that was the motivating factor for me. I, I do think in the last you know, two years, as we've all suffered through COVID, it's evolved really, really dramatically in terms of what location means to a business. So my company is, is actually fully remote. Uh, we don't have an office, um, which was really, really great for COVID because I saved an enormous amount of money on <laughs> nuts, yeah. you know, renting out empty space. Um, and, you know, when I, I had the opportunity to kind of come to Finland, it occurred to me that, you know, if I am going to believe in remote, you know, and believe that the the internet is kind of the place where these these interesting people gather, where you know GitHub is where these interesting people gather, that I should double down and, and see what's what and and go to a place ten hours away from my home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you should choose, would it be location, 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 or people, people, people? I don't know why you wanna why do you need to repeat the same word three times, but sure, sure. <laughs> that's what what you Well hear. I'm not in real estate, so location, location, location means relatively little to me. Yeah. Um people, people, people uh, is is hands down the most important thing. Um but it's not necessarily the individual human beings, it's the excitement that they kind of gravitate around, if you will. Uh, and the like mindedness. Uh, I think that's the most important thing. Here in Helsinki, we have a legendary concert venue called Tavastia. I don't know if you've bumped into into Not that yet. place. No, nope. no concerts right now. You know, with all COVID restrictions, that are, uh, there's no they, COVID restrictions anymore, are there? Not anymore. Yeah. yeah. So today. maybe I'll maybe I'll have a chance to get to one. But but this place Tavastia mm-hmm. um, is when a band has booked a gig there, it has sort of made it mm-hmm. uh, at least on a very national level. Sure. And I think we have a same similar thinking for <clears throat> sorry startups and when they relocate and if they relocate to Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think about the possibilities for startups to thrive, what would be the pros? What would be the cons in Helsinki compared to Silicon Valley? Mm, that's an excellent question. Um, the biggest pro, uh, I think, is the depth of technical talent that exists here. Um, And you all have a long history of a lot of technical talent, but the truth is most of the world doesn't really know about it. Um, I didn't know about it until I came here, right? I mean, I knew Nokia was a like a Finnish company, but you know, I'm probably in the minority on that, right? <laughs> right? And so the the biggest thing you have to offer is this this talent that is not arrogant. I think is the the big thing. Um, when I think about really really talented people and figuring out who those really really talented people are um, it's not enough to be like hey can can you do this thing right can you you know maybe make this magical technology I need for my startup work right um, in California everyone will say yes and then they'll figure it out later right but in Finland they'll say yes because they've already figured it out And uh, I think that's the big appeal for me is is the depth of talent. It's it's again, it's just trouble. My trouble is getting getting to it and understanding the truth of it, right? So. Okay, so not arrogant. 
talent pool. Yeah, it's 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 that's the balance of the modesty I was talking about. It's like they know in in Finland and in Helsinki specifically, you guys know how to get things done. Um, and there's not a lot of bullshit, which I greatly appreciate. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, what do you think the city of Helsinki should do more to mm-hmm. attract more talent and more companies here? What's yeah, one <laughs> yeah that's that's a, a really good question. So I, I think the first thing you should do uh, is think about how to get your talent into those companies that are not yet in Helsinki. So those those companies like mine um, that are, you know, maybe based in in the U.S. or elsewhere in Europe, London or something like that. Um, there's an enormous opportunity for uh, people who live in Finland and have studied in Finland and kind of you know, cut their teeth in Finland uh, to go and and start doing productive things for companies that are like mine, that are remote companies. Um, because it's not necessarily terribly important that someone is, you know, a time zone away or, you know, maybe down the street or something like that anymore. What's important is that the quality of, of what I get from a hire is very, very, very high. And you guys have the quality. And I've worked with a lot of teams who are remote in other places, you know, in this general vicinity, like Belarus, for example, and St. Petersburg. Um, but I've never, you know, prior to coming to Finland, never had the opportunity to work with a team in Finland. And that was shocking to me when I got here because the talent is as good or better than that I've seen elsewhere. Um, I have one last question. A last question. All right, yeah. this better be good. This, yeah, this, this, is, is, this, this is, is it. Is, this is it. Are you ready? I'm. I was born ready for this moment, yeah. Wonderful. So we have a tradition. Okay. Whenever the Finnish sports team can be any sport, when they win the championships, okay. uh, championship can be filler, but when the gold medal comes, this this is the moment that people from all around Helsinki they gather to the market square. <laughs> yeah. We have Harvey's Amanda statue place okay. there. I think you have seen it. Have. Uh, it's a yeah. fountain. There's a lot of bit of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just so, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> just a bit. So what people do is they go skinny dipping. They're okay. so happy. All right. About, about the championship. Regardless of temperature, regardless of yeah. snow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So is the theme here. Yeah. Okay. So my question is what would have to happen for you to do the same? Oh my goodness. What a question. Um let me answer it in two ways. Um, first thing I'm going to say is my my fantasy, right? Okay. From my music background. So listen. I'd win Eurovision. Right, I think that would be my mm-hmm. my moment. Um, for me to get that excited about the business I'm running right now, um, you know, an acquisition would be really nice. You know, a big exit for me, um, life changing money for me, um, which is you know, that's the dream, right? That's why you do a start to begin with. Yeah. Excellent. And then I would skinny dip. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> okay, so looking for that exit, looking for that yeah. dip. Looking for the success, looking for, you know, the the rainbow. Kevin, thank you very much. Thank you. For joining us. And I'd also like to say thank you to everyone who listened to the show. And you can find us and subscribe to Hell of a Business on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your favorite podcast apps. Bye. Bye. <laughs>